Welcome to our first ever podcast. My name is Crampy. Oh my god, I said Crampy. Campy. Otherwise, I'm Chris. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, we're getting this started off great. And my co-host today is Flaming, otherwise known as Chris as well. Say hello, Chris. What's up, guys? Um, yeah, we're starting this one off great. I already messed up twice. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, guys, welcome to the Scars Cast podcast done by Scarzy Sports, um, owned and ran by Flaming. I'm going to call you Flaming because we're both Chris. Um, so yeah, so this is our, uh, our first ever podcast, and thank you for coming and spending some time and talking with us, with me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so I know just recently um, there was even an announcement on the uh, Scars uh Twitter page about a new Fortnite duo. Uh, you want to talk to us a little bit about them? Yeah, so um, it is Ghost and um, I can't, hold on, give me one second. I can't think of his name right off the top of my head. Delusions? Yeah, Disillusion. So um, Ghost, me and him has been friends for probably coming up on three years now. Um, I believe we started playing like GTA and cod and stuff like that and disillusion is actually new to me old to ghost uh he's actually a member that spoke up against a different org whenever they were stealing a logo oh yeah i, I heard about that like I, I don't know the name of the org but i i read a little bit about that yeah no he spoke out telling them that they blatantly stole it and they ended up kicking him for it so oh in terms of them kicking him, I gave him a newer and a better home where he's going to be put first. So, Yeah, well, I mean, throwing some shade over there at them, but it's okay because they stole a logo. But <laughs> Oh, yeah, 100%, but, you know, it's um, in the past now, hopefully. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I know I did ask him earlier, but, um, guys, as long as you do know, we're doing a Spotify version of this, a iTunes version of this podcast, and... It's also going to be uploaded to YouTube, and for the um, YouTube version, I'm throwing in some clips of maybe some gameplay of some of these um, new members from Scars, and I know I asked them earlier in the chat, but uh, hopefully by the time this goes up, they'll give me the permission, but um, yeah. I've seen maybe some of their... On, uh, maybe on Google, Google Podcast. Yeah. Um, I know I have seen some of their uh, gameplay... Especially with, uh, I think it was Ghost I was watching, he had clipped it, but he had a really sick flick in Fortnite. I think they'll both do really well. Uh, they seem to work really well together, too. And um, looking yeah. at some of the videos, especially by Ghost, I mean, he, he's super talented, in my opinion. You know, just from oh, what yeah, I've he's, seen. He's been in there from day one. Uh, absolutely just a monster from the start. Yeah. And... I mean, there's there's a lot of work to do, you know, to be up to the very high professional level of playing against stuff like, you know, I know Ninja's not the best, but I I haven't kept up with Fortnite enough to really understand who's really the best is out there. But you know, I I believe, you know, from just even just little clips of what I've seen, you know, what they can do, um, with enough practice and motivation, um, they have what it takes to uh, be at the top of the best and stuff. Definitely. Oh yeah, they both seem like they want to it's the best and be the best i mean yeah it seems like they practice basically every night oh yeah yeah um 
on to the next topic here I wanted to talk about. So, um, I mean, I know we've, um, I know we've had some uh, unmotivational stuff going on, especially with uh, my own self as a uh, content creator. But uh, from what I've seen, you know, like everyone's been, you know, grinding really hard and just wanted to know, like, what's what's in the future for Scars, like exactly? You know, what kind of teams are we gathering uh, in the near future? Well, at the moment, um, behind the scenes, uh, we have a Halo player, free-for-all player, one of the, I'm going to say, top five in the world. Um, we're going to get him out, especially when Halo Infinite comes out, go out to tournament. I believe that he'll do good with that. Um, also, there is a potential um, new co-owner that is going to buy in to the org and bring in not only himself and some extra funding, a uh, new Call of Duty team, Siege team, potentially CSGO. Um, and then in the midst of that, up in the coming future, we plan to expand into other games, uh, mobile games, MMOs, fighting games. Basically, just completely dominate whatever we can. Yeah. Um, now, you talked about the Hell Halo thing, and I've kind of kept up a little bit with it, but uh, have they played any tournaments yet? I'm not 100% sure if they have or not. So, um, with, the, with the Halo, at the moment... This would be our third time trying to get into Halo. Um, I mean, I agree first Halo time, is pretty hard to get into, in my opinion. It really is, and the first time we kind of we got scammed out of a team pass for uh, Gfinity London uh, two years ago. Um, the second time we came in, we uh, entered into a league called the Halo Draft League. We came in with a big bang. Uh, the underdogs, definitely for that league, and we came in and won the championship. And then after that, it kind of just fell downhill. At the moment, we're like three and I think three and six or something. Um, but with this new Halo player added to the team, especially being by himself for a free-for-all, I think that he'll be able to stand on his own, and hopefully there won't be a fourth time of us trying to get into it. Yeah, and I mean, there's plenty of time, and um, I do, uh, I do know that, um, you know, even though we we did win that championship, it fell apart. Then um, you you got to see the potential, especially um, when you get new people in. You know, not the first; it's not always the first team that uh, has the right chemistry. And um, from the the people that I met on the team right now, you know, talked to them a couple times. Um, the chemistry looks really good so far, so I, I feel like, you know, working together is not going to be an issue. It's going to be more of like a, um, the mo- I, I guess you could say motivation in a way. Um, yeah, definitely. That's that's just a big thing. Um, and I, I'd love to see how, uh, how it turns out, really, because um, I do know that, uh, oh, hell, I forget what his name is, but um, I know few months back but there was a couple of issues with the halo player that we had i'm not gonna name him and some of the drama that he brought yeah. into it but but i mean that, that is in the past and although that um it's hard to thankfully that has been resolved though yeah that is good. all that has yeah. been resolved yeah. um yeah I'm, and i'm glad it's been resolved um 
But like I said, good luck. You know, with all the Halo players, um, I don't actually know when the next championship or tournament is coming up. That's a really big one. But uh, I mean, yeah. yeah hopefully, hopefully by the time the holiday of uh, twenty twenty when Halo Infinite drops, hopefully we'll have a dominant roster, either winning past events, land experience, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I put full faith in Florosity. Uh, he's proved to be one of the best, and uh, he brings a lot to the table, honestly. Yeah. And just being able to find pure skill and team communication and bonding. Yep. Solid. It's definitely solid. And I, I believe, you know, bringing what he has to the table and what everyone else has um, does make up the solidness of a team. And I put, I got to put all my faith that, you know, they're going to win definitely several championships in the near future. So, again, guys, good luck to the Halo team. Um, and a little bit yeah. else I want to talk about um, besides the whole Fortnite thing, but uh, a CSGO team, I know we were talking about in the chat, uh, we were going to um, try to create one. Is that right? Yeah. Um, CSGO, it's, it's I want a CSGO team, but it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit rocky there. I'm gonna be honest. And yeah, I, I, I can see that because you know CSGO being such a huge game and such a huge competitive edge, because essentially every game you play in CSGO, it, it's competitive no matter what. Um, yeah, even in casual, it's competitive. Like, like casual, no casual play. Hell. I'm gonna be honest. With that. <laughs> casual is pretty hell. Um, but from what I've, you know, seen, especially with a lot of the recent CSGO teams, there's there's a lot of ups and downs with teams lately. So, um, especially with complexity lately, um, seeing how they're in like a down statement right now. And I know uh, I know Heiko's looking for a team. If you wanna if you wanna somehow get uh, Heiko up here, um, Hiko Heiko. I don't know how you pronounce his name. I apologize. I think it's Hiko, but you know, he, I, I'm pretty sure here soon he's gonna be looking for a team. Uh, if you wanna, if you wanna hop on that one, Chris. Um, <laughs> he might be a little expensive. Um, yeah, but, I was gonna say it, that's the big issue. CS:GO players, no matter if they're big, small, they could be known to their mom, and that could be it. They yeah. expect everything paid for them, which I mean, I guess that's kind of reasonable if you're decently well known. But they expect like salaries right off the start. They're not willing to grow into it. They just want everything paid for them right off the start. Yeah, and and CS:GO, in my opinion, it's it's hard to um, find a way to do it cheaply because CS:GO. I've I've never actually been to a tournament for CS:GO, especially um, the majors and stuff. But from what I've heard from just a couple people that are gone, you know, you get a you get the money to you know not only pay for them to go but get people tickets to participate supposedly and um i know that uh there's i know a lot of people i know a lot of the pro uh, csgo players love the stream um which i feel like if we got a solid uh, csgo team and uh you know we motivate we we motivate them to stream a lot you know like get their um I wouldn't say get their entire paychecks that way to go out and go to these tournaments, but you know, like it'll definitely help them as well 
for us, especially since oh, yeah, Scars definitely. is still kind of small and upcoming. But like, am I from what I've seen? You know, just even looking at, um, I was watching. Oh, who was it the other day? I was watching some pro streamer for CS:GO, um, and uh, he was just you know. The way he plays on stream and the way he plays with his actual team, I just looking at it, it's so much different because it's it's a whole chemistry thing, especially with CS:GO. CS:GO, when you have a chemistry, whether you're in silver, whether you're a gold Nova person, or even if you're global elite, chemistry on a team is one of the most important things I feel like in CS:GO. And seeing that for the pro streamer or pro sorry pro player who streams. Uh, pro streamer <laughs> shut up <laughs> I'm tired I've been working um, so uh, seeing that from a pro player you know it's like he works so well with his uh, his team that I've seen when he plays with randoms you know you got that you got that like I'd call it like a salty edge so he uh, especially when you get randoms that just love to talk shit just massive shit um, but I think it's funny when you're watching the pro player stream and he's streaming and you get that one person in there that's like kind of telling him what to do. And that's not, he, he usually gets that maybe from the coach, but it's all of them that it's not it's just different from a random. Right. Exactly. And I could see how that, um, chemistry wise can mess up people. And it's, it, it's hard to find a solid five guys, bring them together and yeah, hopefully get lucky it really is. chemistry but even just getting together and getting to uh, not cooperate but like you know try to push themselves oh no trust me it's hard to get five people to cooperate too <laughs> we've seen that in the chat <laughs> i say csgo players especially they act like a bunch of babies half the time so hey hey shush I, I'm, a, I'm not a baby <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah i mean it's especially playing in a team environment to go into just playing random ranked i mean it's way different because you have role conflicts you have yeah. chemistry conflicts you have two people that are used to being you know voiced out and heard but then both for the most of the time they're just talking over each other don't really get much done exactly so csgo and- is one of the games where chemistry matters probably the most I feel like that and also Call of Duty, because Call of Duty is kind of the same way as well. Um, from yeah, what I, from I feel what like I've noticed anyway. And I feel like Call of Duty is a different type of chemistry, though. That it's in my opinion, Call of Duty is more not like a uh, calling out having a specific role player. It's more of like a uh, everyone's talking at once, trying to play an objective, and the objective moves around a lot. It's not like CS:GO where. You get your A and your B bomb site, or where your hostages are, and then during the game they move around constantly. It's not like hard point for Call of Duty, you know. We're like, hey, there's one over here, one over here. Hard point move, go 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 go, you know, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, CS:GO especially, it's so hard to uh, get people to just have a solid, not even like maybe the best chemistry, but just a solid straight chemistry in as a team, and you know from from even just watching the ECS lately, um, the finals that just happened, um, looking at how Furia has done recently 
Um, they're like a they're a newer team to this whole CS:GO Pro league from what I've seen, and they have huge talent on that team. And seeing how they work together so well and stuff, you know, it's it, it that's that's where it really matters is how you work together. You can't be like, oh yeah, I'm over here with 50 kills, I'm carrying the team, and have that kind of an attitude. You got to be like, hey, let's work together, let's take the site. And let's get it done. It doesn't matter how many kills you have at the end of the day, as long as you work as a team. And you, I mean, it, it kind of does, I guess, kill wise. You know, you gotta you gotta have the kills in the game. But like, if you if you know what I'm trying to say, like, if you've ever played yeah, CS:GO, I mean, out you're there, definitely right. Um, like, let's um, and I think that's where that's where pro teams, especially like huge teams, like I don't know who's in on the league for that, but teams like Phase or Optic or you know, teams like that, that's where they mess up because a lot of times whenever trades happen, roster changes happen, they go based off of statistics instead of um, the bond of the team. So somebody can perform phenomenally. Let's say somebody from FaZe performs phenomenally and uh, Optic is like, hey, we want to, you know, buy out his contract, trade, trade, whatever. And then he performs like crap. I mean, that's... Yeah where it's just really big for chemistry in CSGO. And with COD, it's chemistry, but at the same time, it's just common knowledge of the game. Right. It's been like that for a long time, you know. Um, yeah. When Advanced Warfare came out, and they had that whole Exosuit thing added to it. That, that kind of had some more um, things to worry about, because never in a Call of Duty game, or really in many huge, massive multiplayer games, were you able to fly over people or climb buildings and be able to like, not really climb, but just even jump up on the buildings, you know, like it, it, it's yeah. most games like that. It's, I mean, I remember playing black ops one and two and like the highest you can get was maybe like a second floor sniping position on Nuketown or standoff. I've never been able to like think, Oh, in call of duty, they'll let me just go to our roof and be able to snipe from above and, or jump over someone in wall run, you know, like, Especially when they added that, I know recently they they've taken a lot of it out, but from yeah, and that's where that's the time, especially Advanced Warfare, we've seen a lot of newcomers to Call of Duty. Uh, you've seen a lot of Halo players because it was basically Halo. Yeah, when yeah, Advanced Warfare a... came out. Yeah. Um, but that's where you've seen a new a lot of orgs really rise because they had these new players or players that were used to playing Halo. Uh, let's. Say for uh, what is it? Denial, for instance, they came in and took the league and everything by storm. Yeah. Um, really just pushed all the big teams off phase. Uh, well, I think EU was a team at the time. All those teams, they pushed them aside and was just like, "Hold my beer, you guys aren't crap." Like, <laughs> um, I, mean, it's I know that uh... definitely with the movement, it's crazy. Oh yeah, yes. I know recently now it's kind of getting back to normal, but one quick thing I do want to talk about before we, uh, we do get sidetracked back onto this next topic. Um, E3 just recently happened, and I've never been more interested in an E3 um, than this year for several reasons. Um, one, the new Call of Duty got um, name was released. It actually, was leaked, but... Um, yep, uh, Modern Warfare... Um, yeah, Modern Warfare. It's like a, a soft remake, but it's supposed to have like a more. I forget what they said. It was more of like a uh, expanded kind of 
storyline or something like that. I don't know. I don't know exactly. Yeah, um, from what it seems and from what, all the stuff that I've gathered on it, because, I mean, that's my main game, uh, so I'm going to try to gather as much intel on it. But from what it seems like, it is in the same in the same universe as the Modern Warfare series, but um, it is not happening. It is a whole different storyline. So that's how you get, like, uh, Price and Ghost and all those people uh, who, you know, some died, some didn't die. Um, but that's how you get them all back in. And it really just takes it back to, you know, the Modern Warfare I guess movement system with probably a little bit of Black Ops Two movement system in there. Um, I mean, it seems pretty good so far. The storyline from what's been released to the public after uh, the release trailers and all that, and all the leaks and all that crap, it seems to be really focused around modern day events, which is a real game changer for the Call of Duty franchise since they have you know fictional battles and but was it africa and black ops 2 or something like that africa uh, i think it was like the first or second mission i'm not having to or black ops. it's been a while <laughs> yeah it's what well, it's black ops 2 and black ops 2 one of those two yeah um another thing from e3 that i know um i think is huge in my opinion and i'm actually really excited for it now i'm gonna I'm gonna put it down for a second. Um, it's that it's a new game, uh, Cyber something, right? Cybertron, S- something. Yeah, cyber- Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk 2077 has yeah. Keanu Reeves in it. Now, I found. I think this it's out- huge. Oh yeah, and I found this out this morning actually. Um, but I think it's hilarious because, you know, um, in Fortnite they have the John Wick skin as people call it, um, and how he like stands in the game you know um it's funny because at e3 he was um standing just like that and i thought it was hilarious because i saw like the whole um if you like side by side at two pictures it's like oh wow it's like the real life version and then the Fortnite (laughs) version but uh the big thing to me was you know not only because it has keanu reeves in it but like i've never played um i don't i'm not a big futuristic game guy black ops 2 um, yeah, I'm not neither. It was kind of like the farthest I'd go, really, in a futuristic kind of game. Um, I don't, I don't like the whole uh, being able to fly. I don't Fallout. I like Fallout games. Those are okay, except for the Fallout 76. Um, Far Cry are a few futuristic ones, but like, yeah, I'm not big. Like when Advanced Warfare came out, and that was a big futuristic thing. Nah, but Cyberpunk 2077 especially with Keanu Reeves in it. I think that's going to be a, a big hit. Um, especially to a... I actually haven't read much about the game. I just saw the announcement this morning, sadly. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like it's going to gain a lot of followers. Mainly because of the whole fact that it has Keanu Reeves in it. You know, like that's that's huge for them. So... Oh, yeah, that's basically their selling point right there. Yeah. 100%. That is their selling point for the game. Um, I watched the release trailer live, and it seems, to me, it seems, uh, I guess, a realization of what could happen. 
like in that time period or something. I don't I don't know. I don't know much about the game. I didn't really watch the press conference on it or anything yeah, like that. I didn't but either. I had to go to work this morning, but um I think it's yeah, I just stayed for the I'm trailer. Looking, I'm looking forward to get it in my opinion. Um maybe yeah. maybe on the next podcast and we can talk about a lot of the E three things that came out. But uh Oh yeah, definitely. I, I think it was a good year for let's, E3. let's switch over. What do you think about the uh the Immortals Optic buyout? The uh I'm sorry, say again. What do you think about the uh the Immortals well Immortal Esports buying out Optic Gaming? I heard a little bit about this. I actually haven't heard very much. I heard like a brief statement from someone, but go ahead, if you if you know about it. I haven't heard much at all. Um if you want to go ahead and talk Yeah, about I mean it. I can I can run it down real quick. Um so I forget exactly how long ago. I want to say two or three years ago, maybe, maybe four at this point. Hex went and sold 70% of Optic to uh to a company called Infinite Entertainment. And um that was so then he could get funding. I think it was so then they could get a League of Legends spot in a uh uh Overwatch spot. Yeah. And um so I believe they stole Immortals is uh League of Legends spot. And uh so they went and bought out Infinite. Hmm. So now Hex is making the argument that without the content creators and the um all the players and stuff that make Optic Optic, they would basically be wasting their money. Which for me is true. I'm only an Optic fan. Like I only like the brand because you know Hex and Scumpy, like all the, the icons of the, the brand. Yeah, the the original crew from the Call of Duty genre. Yeah, so Hitch, I actually watched a clip. Uh, I can send it to you, and you can throw it in if you'd like. But Hitch made an argument, or not an argument, I guess. He was streaming, and he, and he was kind of explaining the uh, the whole buyout process, and that if inf or infinite, not infinite, if Immortals were to just like wipe out Optic Gaming off the face of the earth, that like wipe everybody out, that basically they would have paid. I think it's. The number is not definite, but I think it's like 35 mil for basically a logo. None of the fans would stay behind Optic. They would hate Immortals. The numbers would go downhill. And what's crazy is that Infinite um, actually rejected Optic Hex's bid, which was above 35 mil. So it's kind of like a grudge match going on at the moment. I feel like I, I don't know, but like you know, if that that were to happen, not only would they lose a lot of the fans, but like I feel like a lot of the members too would be, you know, like I could see. Oh yeah, Scumpy. If it turns out the optic is taken down and changed and stuff, you know, like changed to different name, I feel like Scumpy might end up leaving off optic. I, I'm not 100 percent sure about that. I'm it, I feel like he would go into retirement just to get out of his contract if they would not release his contract. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's uh, just hearing about that. That's that's weird. Um, I don't know why they yeah, it's know crazy. I mean, the it's, biggest uh, esports organizations in the world. Mm -hmm. 
I'm surprised they would do that. And I know Mortals is a uh, is that Mortals like a CS:GO main team or something like that? I thought they were. Yeah, I think they're one of the CS:GO main teams. Um, they have an Overwatch team, but they're oh, yeah. currently three and eleven. I mean, they're not doing too good. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they had the money to even buy them out. Jeez. Yeah, I'm. It's crazy, and actually, um, I just learned today that uh, Obey Alliance was under Infinite Entertainment, too. So a lot of their uh, higher-up members are now leaving Obey. I heard about that because uh, you were uh, retweeted one of the uh, the general manager's tweet about leaving. And um, yeah, I mean, it's about the whole Infinite thing, yeah. I heard about that. That... That's gonna be something. I, mean, you know, I feel like they'll. Up, I feel like they can end up sorting it out, but it's gotta come to a between Hex and Immortals. Like they, it's gonna well, be I mean, between those two that are gonna have to sort it out because you know if it ends up changing and Optic's done, which I, I doubt they'll take completely Optic Gaming. I, I doubt they'll completely take it away. Um, you know, thirty-five million. Is, holy shit, that's a lot for a logo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I that's what i'm saying man i'm i'm gonna be honest like it's it's crazy i mean it's a lot but i think as long as hex is able to do what he does best and you know keep everything together that he's gonna be able to to save it i mean even crim six one of the what well-known cod players in the world even uh, on his Twitter, he still has Optic Gaming, but he is, uh, specifically says Hex is Optic Gaming. So I mean, it's, like it's shows that the two different sides almost at that point. Yeah, that's what it seems like it's going on. And then you have Big Timer, huge streamer, and he went and started uh, the Old Guard, which has yeah. uh, a modified OG logo on it. Um, so, I mean, it's basically, as it looks right now, it's basically split into two sides, and really the players are, like, and content creators are basically saying, if Hex goes, then we go. Yeah. And I could see, you know, even if it happens like that, I feel like it won't be, like, an optic gaming thing, but I feel like if Hex does go and they all follow, if they really wanted to, they could completely remake an organization. Um, it wouldn't be optic, but you know, if if they really wanted to, I I guess you can I can say is, um, between hex, especially with Scumpy, Big Timer, um, any of the big pro players as well, um, you know, it's like, yeah, hex is leaving. We're gonna leave optic, but we have the money. We could still create another org under which we can play, but it, it won't be the same. You know what I'm saying? Like. And yeah, I mean, really... it definitely won't be the same, but let's say, for instance, that they were to go under uh, the old guard. You know, it's still OG. Still the same meaning, still the same old men of optic that are there. Right. You know, there's Hitch, uh, Hex, Big Timer. Yeah. All those people that are there originally. I mean, it's just a, it's just a tough situation to imagine because... It's really just messed up if you think about it. Yeah. Like they're jeopardizing hundreds. You already know Optic has hundreds of staff members. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Like that's so many jobs that can potentially be put, you know, put to rest and not, you know, they just get fired. Like that's I don't, tons well, of I don't know if they'd they be fired, but, or if they just, you know, be put under the new wings of um, Immortal. You know, it, it it really depends. They could stay there if they want, maybe, in my opinion. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like you're just getting a little bit rocky there because, you know, maybe, like, I mean, like, everything's suggesting maybe they really just wanted that League of Legends spot back. I mean, that'd be kind of extreme just to get one spot back. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. But if anyone uh, out there has any more information about this um, or anything that's coming up with that, um, tweet at um, both of us. Um, there are links are going to be in the description for the YouTube one. But if you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, his is at uh, – what, what is yours? <laughs> Completely freaking. Mine's uh, at Chris Bailton. And a mind's at official Mr. Campy. If you guys have any more information, please tweet us out because I'm actually kind of interested in this now. I actually didn't hear much about it. Um, so yeah. Um, last thing I do want to talk about before we end our first ever podcast. Um, I was super excited about this because I'm trying to get back into CS:GO stuff. I'm trying to get back into the whole pro scene of it um, and watching stuff. But ECS Finals Season Seven. My opinion, it was probably one of the best ones to watch. Um, I didn't see the whole thing, sadly, um, but I got to watch a bunch of clips from the two semifinal games and then the finals. Um, I want to say a huge congratulations to Vitality for winning it all, uh, beating them t- uh, both on Inferno and Overpass. Um, but I also want to say a huge congratulations to Furia, um, GG, because... They are a newer, upcoming team that played against big teams, you know, and took out teams like North and um, the semifinals, which was I, – I don't even know how to describe it because they put together such an amazing game and just amazing teamwork from Furia that seeing them play like they did, I have a feeling that Furia – because they're now the fifth best team in the world for CSGO. Um, they just said that today. That's a good spot to sit at. Yeah, especially since you're as, as new as they are, you know? Um, I feel like, especially if, the, I think they are playing in the uh, major that's coming up in uh, either July or August, Star Ladder one. Um, I feel like where they're sitting at right now is good because if they do decide to play in the major coming up, not only do they sit in a good spot, but they just won, or they just came technically second place, I guess you could say, and in a tournament with a lot of well-known teams. You got NRG, North, Vitality, and Fury were the semifinal teams. Um, Vitality, they've been around a couple years, I think, at, me, at least, I know, several years. I'd say Vitality for the longest has been, to me personally, one of the most well-known CSGO teams in yeah. the world. I know there for a while they kind of fell out, kind of had a hard rough patch, you know, trying to get up. But I watched definitely, I definitely watched the overpass game, and I got to see two thirds of that game. And what I could say is both teams, Fury and Vitality, have some major, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Potential, major. Um, 
I can't think of the word in, I'm trying to think of now. Um, let's just say that the players have this capability of being able to be some of the best out there, um, even if they don't completely play on these two teams, you know, for the rest of their careers. I, f I feel as if what they have right now and what they can work with in the next year or two, both Fury and Vitality, I, I could see Fury and Vitality being one of the two of the top five teams alone in the um, major coming up, you know. My favorite's um, Team Liquid. And I know Team Liquid and Ents competed for whoever was the top spot, but looking at Furia and Vitality, if either of them were to play both Ents and Liquid, um, I, I'd honestly have to say that'd be a really good game to watch. And I, I, I think Furia can beat out Ents, and if they got a rematch, Vitality. I feel like they could do it. They're strong enough to... Um, they're definitely going to be gunning for it, honestly. They're oh, yeah, going to definitely. watch what they did wrong, and they're going to come back. Yeah. 100%. <clears throat> um, Vitality right now sitting on top after the finals. Um, what I can say to them real quick is a quick message. Don't get too cocky because where you at are now, keep that momentum going <coughs> and keep persevering because um, – Looking at how Team It Liquid is and Team Ents, and right now you have uh, the Phase Team looking nice and solid as well. Um, you have a lot of solid competitors if you guys do play in the major. I I don't have the complete list uh, to go back and check, but you know, keep that momentum going. Both teams did amazing in the finals because I was really wanted hoping to get to watch all of that, but you know, work came up and stuff. But you know, and I feel like, especially if we could get um, players like both those teams or Scars, Scars could be one of those teams in the near future that even if it's not CSGO, even if it's like Halo or Call of Duty, um, not only will the, um, oh my god, I'm losing my own wording here, <laughs> not only will the, um, what's the word I'm looking for, looking together. Yeah, I mean, that would be – it'd be great to do that, honestly, because, you know, as it all comes down, it's money runs everything. But Oh, definitely money. That would be great to just push into an eSports uh, game and literally just rise straight to the top. Oh, yeah. Um... Uh, I know of COD, it's going to be extremely hard with uh, – um, what's the name of it? Uh, can't remember the name of it, but where a leak spot now is going to cost uh, roughly 25 mil franchising. There we go, yeah. Damn. So it's going to cost 25 mil to get a leak spot. I'm too broke for this anymore. God dang it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm too broke to even buy the game at this point. Like, shoot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well... It's everything's just crazy, man. You got you know small teams coming out of nowhere. I'm, I'm starting to wonder, you know, where, where do people get the money from at this point? Like, how hard have you worked in your past to be where you are? Because I remember how, being a how many 15... stocks and bonds have you cashed in? <laughs> I remember being a 15 year old kid when uh, Advanced Warfare was in its prime. Um, I went and played in the World Finals. Now I played with like three random people because I was talking to someone who claimed to be the manager for denial 
and he was going to come play with me, and we were going to be sponsored under Denial Esports, and that ended up being a scam. So I ended up going to New Orleans for the World Finals for the Advanced Warfare Tournament alone, looking for a team to play under a, an organization that I had created literally a month before. Um, surprisingly, came 56 out of like 116 teams. You know, like I was like, I was kind of proud. I was like, holy shit, we won. So that's one, a big achievement for everything. Yeah, especially since we were like, we didn't know each other. Like the chemistry wasn't there at all. Um, we won a game by forfeit, and then we lost two, which was which knocked us out completely. But it was it was a huge event, you know. And I hope to do more stuff like that, go to events and stuff. Um, which brings me real quick to the next point. Before I do, we do in this podcast, we are looking for uh, um, a, a sellout moment here, guys. Uh, we're looking for some sponsors. If anyone would like to sponsor our podcast, <laughs> let me sell out my own self here. Um, yeah, we're looking for some sponsors. <laughs> I love coffee. Uh, oh, shut up. I love coffee. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Luke Coffee. If you're listening to this podcast by chance, you know, hit your boy up. I love coffee. Um, but no, yeah. So, you know, we're, we're gonna be looking for some sponsors. Um, even though this is our first episode, you know, I, I feel like more to come, especially with a lot of these, especially with the major coming up, and then you got whole optic gaming and um, immortals thing. We can catch up on on the next one. But I really, oh, yeah, sure. I really want to hit E3 um, in the near future. Oh, E3 podcast. is a big one. We'll definitely because have to. I've never been big week. into E3, but this this year, like, it caught my attention real good. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's crazy. I mean, you got Xbox there. I don't, I don't think PlayStation at E3. I don't, I don't know what they're doing this year. Well, I heard uh, P- or PlayStation and Xbox were gonna do a uh, combination of something together. But I don't know if that Yeah, I heard that too. I'm I'm interested to see if it's true or if it's just a rumor. Hey, PlayStation, Xbox, do a um do what Let Fortnite us play together. Does. Yeah. Do what Fortnite does. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah. I know so, they're doing it for COD, so I mean it's thank interesting. God. Thank God. Um but yeah, for so real. um thank you for coming on to the uh, podcast, man. No problem. Thanks for having me, even though I'm the co-host. But you know. <laughs> thank you for taking Thanks time for out your me. busy day to uh, to come on here because we know how busy it was, wasn't it? Very. Oh, I did. Laying in bed for four hours was a nice. <laughs> Shut up! I had to work today. But, uh, I work bright and early tomorrow, so can't say nothing. Tomorrow's my only day off, but I mean, I can't complain. I'm getting that money. Dang. But uh, again, thank you guys. You know, for listening, you did make it to the end. I know we're both kind of boring. We didn't make much laughs. But, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, well, we'll see you guys in the next one.